Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Unbecoming of Age, the podcast, which is hosted by two guys that have never met each other in real life. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa. I'd like to welcome my co-host, Mr. John M. Craig. John lives just outside New York City in the beautiful state of New Jersey. Hey, Colin. What's going on? How you doing? I'm doing well. It's a uh, we're summer officially, right? Is that is, is summer? When does summer start? I don't know. June 21st or 22nd. Something okay, like that. So, so we're not there yet, but it feels like summer. We've had a lot of hot weather, and today has been uh, not necessarily hot, just windy as hell, and uh, it's been a nice day to be here living in the Upper Midwest. I've been doing a lot of gardening. Are you into gardening? I'm not. I'm not a gardener. I, my my ex-wife she loves gardening. Uh, she might be outside right now, just with okay, some so gloves on, a little uh, little shovel. What do you call that? Like a little spade, like a little handheld thing. She got that. Yeah, a little. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they call those exactly either. I, I've got a couple of them. I don't know what they're called. So uh, now that you're living in your ex-wife's pool house, mm-hmm. formerly your pool house, and you're hanging out there, and you used to be, you know, used to be the the the, the cock of the walk at one point there in, in the relationship, mm. and so. Sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> Go with it. <laughs> okay. Sure. So, uh, at that point, did you like uh, lawn care things? Did you do the lawn care stuff? Uh, we had a service. We have. Uh, there's a very, very uh, s- small amount of grass on the property. Okay. Right? It's a. It's a corner property, but it's not a large uh, plot of land. It's. Uh, I would say a quarter of an acre would probably be exaggerating. I don't know the full dimensions of it. And since we put in the pool and pool house, we have less grass. Sure. So there was, a, for the most part, we had a lawn service. Uh, it cost like 30 bucks per cut. Sure. Uh, we were both working full time. No big deal. I always hated uh, mowing the lawn. And uh, then at one point, we got a, a push mower. You know what a push mower is, right? The, the Flintstones mower you're talking about. Exactly. Well, okay. yeah, well, there's no, like, prehistoric animal that's actually chewing up the grass as you push it. It's like, I wanted to get that one, very pricey. And I think there are a lot. I, but, yeah, but yes, exactly like that. It's like the push mower with the wheels, and it has the, uh, the, the spinning um, blades. Yeah. And uh, I think it even had a catcher at one point where you could actually catch the grass inside. But uh, I, I gave that to a friend at one point because Andre was going to use a uh, lawn service again. Uh, I now have that. And Andre's got an electric mower. And Cameron takes care of the lawn now. It's a small patch of lawn in the front of the house. So, so yeah, you went from earth friendly, uh, just the you were Fred behind the Flintstones mower. Yeah. Th- and those things kind of suck. They do. I've, I've, I own oh, one for a while. I just look at it this way. It's just a workout, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They, they kind of suck. You got to go over it like four times and it still looks like, you know, just some chopped up mess. But uh, I had one. But okay, so you went from that to, so there's an earth friendly vibe I'm picking up on here. The, you know, the going to the, the electric thing. Is this uh, from the ex wife that's picking up on this? Yeah, uh, yeah she just, I think she was just uh, going economical on it. It was like, I think she, she bought it at Lowe's or maybe uh, at Amazon even. And it was just 
not a lot of lawn, the idea of having to get gas, fill the gas thing. I'm not so sure she was concerned about the environment. I mean, like, I try to be Earth-friendly, but then again, I'm drinking a water out of a straw right now. So, mm. and I'm at home, and it's a plastic bottle. So you should just stupid. say a straw and a plastic bottle are, that are going to end up in the ocean floating around in that big fucking, yeah yeah i'm yeah. going to kill a turtle a yes. hundred year old turtle is going to die at my hands because you needed that straw for your uh, well I, you know why because if look if i don't if i don't have the if i don't have the straw it's going to be this i'm drinking out of a bottle right you're yeah. going to hear this and look that's very unprofessional you know yes. next thing you know i'm going to be fucking yawning on my <laughs> that's fucking bullshit yeah. okay so Joseph corbett fuck you uh, you don't remember my name, Joseph Corbett. I hope your little nerd podcast is going well. <laughs> John, <laughs> Sto- it's John stalked you now. He knows where you live. <laughs> I know everything about that motherfucking guy. I've listened to every fucking episode, and I fucking hate the show. But I listen to it because one day, guess what? I'm coming for you, Joseph fucking Corbett. I don't forget shit. Yes, a few a few episodes back, we had a, a gentleman that pointed out that uh, at some point John had yawned at, in the show, but we do these a lot of weird hours, and and uh, well, you know it's not yeah. like it's uh, eleven a.m. and we've had uh, it, you know three cups of coffee and a, and a meeting in the conference room and then popped in uh, to do it. It's you know a lot of times it's we, we're doing it late and shit or really right early. now. But right now it's Sunday, June uh, June third. Yes. here and uh i've got uh i'm coming up on 5 p.m eastern standard time so that's uh coming up on 4 p.m central standard time for you so this is kind of like the middle of the day and, and yeah you know you know but the end of end of uh, the traditional work you know weekend back to work back to yeah, the grind it is so. but I, uh, uh, yeah so i i don't i did i didn't really take care of the lawn my ex-wife uh we had a service for the most part okay so yeah. I'm just wondering if you felt compelled now for any reason to to jump in and do any of that kind of stuff. You're you're, yes. you're in the guest house, but yes, y- yes you do. Mm-hmm. So yes. like, what if, if you, so if you've been compelled, feeling compelled? Do you actually have you have you carried that through? Are you doing certain things like that? Or yeah, that yeah, I'll I'll do laundry. I'll fold laundry. She doesn't really want me doing laundry. There have been a few times she's asked me to help out with some things. I am obsessed with um, making sure that the dishwasher is loaded and that it's being run and that it's being emptied and when i go in there and i see my son or daughter uh sitting in the living room in a comfy chair on social media i'm like what to empty the dishwasher it doesn't empty itself it's not that big a deal it's just like but just do it it really bothers me i get really anal with a mess and like dirty dishes being stacked up and dirty food water and like there are two sinks in there leave one of them clean leave one of them clear stack i'm a, I'm a big stacker of of dishes and like i'm organized it, it, i try to be organized every step of the way when it comes to shit like that but it's really just a procrastination from me doing real life shit yeah yeah you did sound you you that phrase you used you know the dishwasher doesn't unload itself that that sounded very uh like uh, old school dad thing maybe they didn't say dishwasher <laughs> well but, but think about it though when i was growing up i had a dishwasher i was we had it for like when i was even younger than my children and it it, it was really easy to load and unload a dishwasher like mm-hmm. i didn't have to hand wash dishes sometimes it makes sense though like a big pot don't put that in the dishwasher. You can use that space better. I like I'm like a dishwasher Tetris kind of guy. Like I want everything to be organized and right in there. And if anything's blocking the water flow, you're gonna have dirty dishes. That's yeah, sick. that's true. Gross me out. So I do. I will do to answer your question. I will do things around the house, 
And it's not that I feel obligated. I, I feel like I, I should contribute as much as possible here. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm just curious how, the, how, the, how that works out, what the dynamic is. And, uh, yeah, it probably is good that you're doing all that stuff, I would think. I, yeah, the more, the longer I'm here and the closer it gets to my deadline of having to move out, the more scared I think I'm getting, and, and <laughs> I'm like, it's you're doing. really nice. <laughs> well, no, but it's really nice in here. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not, like, I was actually thinking about recording video of me doing this entire episode. I didn't do it right now because I don't have my my camera, and I didn't want to use my phone. It's a whole thing. So I cleaned up, and it's really organized in here. And I'm l- l- sitting in a rocking chair, like a comfy padded rocking chair. With my feet on a coffee table, a nice coffee table, and I'm re- it's and it's nice and open. Last night, my son and I watched Blade Runner, the original Blade Runner, 1982, on a 70-inch TV screen. You know, it's like this doesn't suck. <laughs> like anyone that's like, oh, I feel so bad. You live in your ex-wife. How's that going? Well, that must be stressful. No, it's the opposite of stressful. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's like, I and mean, it's not like a vacation. I do still have to work and make money, but. Like, it's great. I get to see my stupid kids. They're teenagers. They don't want to see me. I don't really want to see them. But I like to say that I do. Yeah, it's better. I like it. <laughs> I don't want to lose this, man. So just like uh, best case scenario, how long, if you were to stay there, how long would you, uh, if, if there was no end date, no expiration date, and I, I know she's kind of giving you the hard slash soft date. I don't, I don't know what that exactly means. But how long would you stay? I would, st- I think... I would stay until I paid off all my credit card debt, took care of my taxes, and I had a relatively steady income, or just before I had a a steady enough income to be able to afford um, a place that was just as nice or, you know, almost as nice as the pool house. So the year 2035. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, it, I couldn't get a number on it, but yeah, we're talking how it was 20. Yeah, it's, it's a while. It's a while. <laughs> uh, you, I was going to ask, you know, um, you've, you've talked about, you know, you're, you're in and out of the, you, know, you said you're in the house for this and that. And uh, as we've set up the show a couple of times, you've actually gone into the house and, and done it to be close to the Wi-Fi when, when we've had some issues. Right. Do, do you have, like, do you guys have a home security system? Uh, how's that work? Not yet. Okay. I, 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 I have three months to screw that up and do something. There's no home. There's, there is a home security system. I just don't want to get into it. Uh, there's no, <laughs> I have a camera. Okay. And but it's it's not connected to the house. But uh, you know they lock the doors, and uh, I have a key to the house. I like to keep the door locked. Okay. Know? I mean, we live in a nice enough neighborhood, but at the same time, yeah. So there's uh, you know, but there's no like I'm not gonna trip. It's not gonna be like me having to do some fucking Tom Cruise like Mission Impossible. You know, cross under like uh, lasers and shit, right? But that'd be fun. That would be, you know, kind of yeah. interesting. Sometimes yeah. I do it anyway. I pretend that they're there, especially <laughs> in the middle of the night. I like sneak in, but put pieces uh, of string across the room yeah, and try to yeah. walk so, through and anyway, do all that uh, stuff. Yeah. So um, in in my uh, my studio here uh, slash office, uh, I have uh, we. I think you and I talked about this, maybe not on the podcast, but I got a. Uh, 
it's a not an expensive. I think it was like thirty-five bucks. A um, motion detecting um, infrared camera. So if somebody were to, were to come in at night, it would it, it sends me a little thing on my on my phone. Yeah, I have something on my, similar. Yeah, yeah. App on my phone, so right. I can I can tell what's going on here, and I don't know what the fuck I do if all of a sudden <laughs> there's somebody, all of a sudden you know there's somebody in in here you know trying to jack my shit. I don't know what I would do at that point because. Uh, I guess nine one one was it would be all I could do, but uh, we've got that. And what we're considering now, because uh, we were we're suspecting uh, that perhaps Tori has had a. Uh, I think we're thinking maybe she's she's snuck out a couple times. Uh, there's been some evidence uh, that's that's leaned in that direction, and so. Didn't you talk about this? I don't know if we talked about it on here or if we talked about it separately. Because haven't you? Uh uh, approached her about it and talked we, to her about it. We, yeah, we did uh, the first time a, a little bit. And I don't know if we talked about it on here or not. If we if if we did, uh, I apologize. But um, we had another uh, reason to believe here recently that uh, her sister was looking for her her sh- shoes, her Birkenstocks, and uh, they've they they share clothing back and forth a lot. They're a couple years apart, uh, but um, they've I guess apparently they've got about the same size foot. So um, she was like, "Where's my Birkenstocks? Where are my Birkenstocks?" She was like, running around trying to. It was like the last day of school uh, last week, and uh, so she couldn't find them. And then I said, "You know, uh, have you looked in your sister's room?" So she went down there. Or actually, her mom went down there uh, to go down and check it out, and uh, went down there, and she said that the Birkenstocks were wet. Uh, seeming and they mm-hmm. had cut grass on them mm-hmm. uh, and so you know you're thinking about this doesn't want this doesn't really add up when you and I talked about it yeah it was in the winter and there was uh, footprints in the snow and I don't know if we did that <laughs> yeah if we did that yeah. on the on the actual podcast I don't or think not we did. yeah so um, there there'd been another incident so um, I bought or it's it should be I think it just actually I think it just arrived because I saw somebody walking across the yard I think the, uh, the UPS guy came or somebody FedEx or somebody because did the uh, two-day Amazon thing but I've got another thing coming that's got it's a it's basically a motion detector and it's got a unit that uh, there's no camera on it just simple motion detector so you could use it actually right. like you could put it by a door at a, like if you had a store or something like that so it makes a little simple chime uh, or you can set it up so that it makes an actual kind of an alarm you know 120 decibel alarm type thing that goes uh, along with it and you can um, add units to it you can add the the uh, the uh, movement sensors you can add more of those to it if you if you decide to and uh, it was only like 30 bucks, so I'm, I'm going to be interested to see what it's like. And it actually was uh, close to five-star rating on Amazon, so we're going to put that uh, in the back of the house because that's if she's been leaving, that's where it's going on. So that's going on in the back of the house. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, what I'm do feeling- you think? What, what do you think? Well, but if you find out that she has been seeking out, well, has she has she addressed it? Like, have you talked to her, and has she said no? I'm not. Like the, the first time with the with the snow thing, she had a very quick answer, which I believed uh, that she she had said she had heard an, a car alarm uh, in the that had woke her up, and she was curious, and she'd walked uh, out to see if it was our car, what was going on. We'd actually, I don't know if. We don't have an alarm on any of our vehicles other than the, you know, the standard thing that comes with the vehicle that, you know, if you turn the key wrong, it, you know, bleep, 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 does that sort of thing, but not right. you know, not like an aftermarket sort of thing. But anyway, right. that seemed, okay, two things with this. Her answer was really quick and seemed like it wasn't made up, but 
it seemed completely out of character that she would actually get up and walk outside in the winter with snow on the ground. And that, that night there was, uh, it had just snowed. There was like eight inches of snow on the ground. That's why I'd seen all these weird tracks. I'd gone out to shovel in the morning. You know, I was the first one up, I thought, and out. And when I went out, I saw these weird tracks. I was like, what's going on with these tracks? And you know, I just started asking. Are, her. are, you, are you and Rachel uh, heavy sleepers? Uh, she, not, I don't, not particularly, I guess. Um, how, was, how close, how close is your bedroom to, uh, to her bedroom? So our bedroom would be front of the house and, uh, you know, the uh, top story front of the house. And this, uh, is in the back door. So the back door. So it's as far away basically as you could get in, in right. the house. And, uh, yeah. So it, I mean, if you were wanting to go out, yeah, it'd be, it'd be easy enough to get out. So. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're going to beef it up a little bit at <laughs> the security. The thing is, in the front of the house, where she's got a, a basement, she's got a room in the basement, and uh, uh, we did, uh, a few years ago, we did some remodeling down there, and we uh, had a, they cut out a uh, egress window and all that stuff, so she could actually, she's got an egress window in her, in her uh, bedroom, and so she could actually leave through the egress window if she figured out how to pull the screen off and all that stuff. Right. I think, though, if she did that, that would be fairly easy for us to spot because I think you'd notice it. There's, like, little cobwebs around the edges of the egress window. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be easy enough to spot that. If it comes down to it, we may have to uh, put some... When I said you could add on to it, we, we, we might end up putting one up on the front near the window itself too so front and back i don't know if that's a bad thing uh, having a little uh, that sort of stuff around i don't know but what uh so does tori uh listen to the show she so was she no. she's just she just turned 15 right yeah yeah i don't and, know that and she's she ever just finished her freshman ago. freshman year that is true yes okay so what do you think if you do all of this and you find out that she has gone somewhere what do you think you're going to do? I mean, like, how's it really going to stop? It's not going to stop her. It's just going to show that she's left the house. Well, if we have the, okay, we have the alarm thing, I think it will stop her because um, we would probably set that on the chime mode, so a ding, you know, those sort of things. If, oh, if something were to so go I on. see. So she knows, like, then all of a sudden, like, oh, shit, I'm caught. Yeah, when somebody when something's moving around, it, it's going to make that thing. And we've got a place where we can put it where it's not going to, it, say if a deer and we have a lot of those in the area or a raccoon or something went you know walking across the backyard i don't want to put in, put it in a spot that it would pick up any of that stuff but we do have a little um spot up on the um there's kind of like a uh i don't even know what you call it like an overhang thing that's over the door back there and we've got a spot there where i think we're going to position it and it will We'll see what the door does, but we won't, uh, you know, it won't be broadcasting out in the yard and picking up a lot of false readings and stuff like that. So that it, you know, goes off and I run out there and there's nothing there because a, you know, a deer had uh, bounced through the yard or something. So, but yeah, we'll we'll know at that point. And then I, like you said, I think beforehand we're just going to let her know that this is what's going on. This is how this, and not even be accusatory at that point. Just, sure, you know, just just address it. We just want to batten down the hatches a little bit, you know, sure. make sure we know who's now, coming and who's going. Now, uh, you, you, you and I had talked about this, and again, I don't remember if we talked about this, quote-unquote, in real life, even though we haven't met in real life, or on the mics while we're recording for the show. Uh, you got something called Circle, which is uh, Disney now owns the product, right, which uh, monitors right. your your 
your wi- your Wi-Fi, and you can shut it down for mm-hmm. any individual device. Correct. That's correct. Yeah. Um. So it's probably been at least six months, coming up on a year uh, or so. Have you been using it? Yes, and uh, it works. And? Yeah, it works well. I mean, it shuts their phones off at night, and if you wanted to, we haven't. Uh, throttled down or uh, done anything with a specific app we haven't had to like do that but um, for the most part what it's really good for is uh, you know if you want uh, the, the devices off at 10 30 at night or something like that and you don't want them to wake back up until 6 30 or 7 in the morning whatever you decide it does a really good job of doing that it, it's quite good and then we've also now on their phones we've made them install a thing called life 360 and Life360 is an app that basically lets you know f- with a GPS location where people are in in your circle. So you can look and see uh, where they're at, whether they're moving. You can also tell um, it shows trips and things like that. So if, if they went somewhere with a friend or a friend's mother or something like that, it'll show you, you know, that they were at this point and went to this point. And it gives you like the maximum speed. And if there was hard braking or so, it's, you know, that's more aimed at a kid that, you know, if you had a kid that was out in a vehicle. Um, you know, driving themselves, and you were concerned about that. But yeah, we've got both those things. So you know, it's a, I don't know, it, it's a weird world. They've they've got, you know, you've got these phones which are, um, I, they're they're kind of a, a double-edged sword. So everybody's in communication all the time. Everybody can, uh, you, know, you can do these kind of types of things like I just described. And some people might say, you know, that's uh, that's really paying too much attention to you know what your kids are doing, and you should let them have more freedom. You know, the, there's things about the phones that um, really re- that that bring up areas of concern. I think that wouldn't have existed years ago before the phones, which is, you know, the uh, ability to okay contact friends in the middle of the night. I, you know, all of a sudden everybody's in a snap group, and somebody says we're sneaking out. Can you too? Yeah, that's going on in the middle of the night sure. uh, or whenever it goes on because the phone is there. So you can take the attitude that we have is, okay, you can have the phone, but with that privilege of having that Snapchat on there or whatever it is that you're using, um, you have to also accept the idea that we're, we're going to monitor the phone. We're, gonna know we're going watching on. your every fucking move. Every fucking move. We got yeah. our eyes on you. Yes, there are cameras watching. <laughs> <laughs> do do do, uh, do you ever get the uh, it's not fair? I don't think I've actually heard that. That's like me saying like the dishwasher not going to unload itself uh, or load itself. But um, but I, I, I get the it's not fair attitude. Yeah, especially for my daughter. We you know we we I don't we don't ever hear it's not fair because uh, we have a saying in our household that's gone on since they were really little and and tried to uh, use the it's not fair, which is fair is a fairy tale. <laughs> And it really is. Fair is a fairy tale. So, um, yeah, they, they, don't even, they don't even go there. But uh, there's, there's an age where, you know, okay, um, yeah, they, they just don't want to do shit. You know, they just, you, you get into these, uh, it's, a, it's a, okay, it's a battle of wills, I guess. I'll do it. I'll do it later. Can I do it in a minute? I'll do it a bit later. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, their friend is at the door. And they, oh, I got to leave. Guy, what about the, you know, thing that I just told you to do. I'll do it when I get home. And pretty soon you realize you've had this conversation so many times, you know, you're, they were going to do it then, they're going to do it when they got home, all of a sudden I got homework, I got something else going on, then uh, it's all of a sudden it's tomorrow and it's still not done, whatever the thing is, and then you lose your fucking mind. Right. <laughs> so, 
it, it, yeah, not, it's not easy. Well, Cameron had the thing yesterday. He had the uh, he had a thing where he mowed the lawn yesterday, and he also had his girlfriend's sixteenth birthday. Now she didn't have a sweet sixteen or anything. She was actually working that day. She works at a beach club, and uh, it's the same beach club. She's a member at the beach club, and she now works there at a concession stand, like the sweet shop or whatever, where the candy shop, and. Cameron mowed the lawn, and then he took the electric lawnmower with a, ba- you know, the 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 grass catcher bag mm-hmm. um, attached to it, and he left it on the cobblestone near the pool. And anyway, my ex-wife happened to get home, and she see it, sees it, and she has to run Kylie around. Uh, they were doing a bunch of stuff, and windows are open here in the pool house i say hello hey kylie how you doing whatever hey andrea and andrea's talking up to me like can you it's gonna rain can you put the can you put the the lawnmower away in the shed and blah 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 and i swear i was like yeah of course yep yep she's like the bag in the garbage pail isn't here you can empty it in there okay great and then she turned she started to walk in the house and then she turned back she's like can you come on and I just looked at her, and she's like, "Don't look at me." I'm like, "I'm not a fucking child." Like, I was just like, "I just like, like fuck." I had that moment of like, "Yeah, I want to help, but now I don't." Now I want, fuck you, fuck you, and you're stupid. This is the second time I've had this attitude. Joseph Corbett, that motherfucker. Anyway, I now, just, now you tell her, "I'm going to the mall with Joseph Corbett." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're both nerds. Okay, get used yeah. to it. We're not going to do anything. I mean, you know what? I went to see the movie Solo all by myself. Solo. I saw it five times. Every single time by myself. Give a very, fuck. Very meta. Very meta. Exactly. So the I have electric, not seen Solo, by the way. The, the, I haven't either. The electric mower. Uh, so it's a push mower? Is that the walk behind kind of thing? Is that how yeah, it Yeah, it's a walk behind push mower. And, okay. and, and, and you're tethered. You just have it. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, so it's got an actual cord that you drag around cord, with corded oh. Oh, push okay. mowers right because so i've seen that yeah they've got rechargeable battery. ones yeah they have rechargeable ones now that's it, exactly it that's and, how i got yeah that's how i got my push mower back the manual old school fred flintstone one my friend i reached out to her and i was like i'm gonna have to mow the lawn i might as well make a workout of it i called my friends do you still use that thing and she's like no i was like or can i borrow it and she said you can have it i just got one of those and i was like they make a rechargeable that's awesome they even make the rechargeable one. I was going to say, uh, I was in Home Depot, or, or yeah. I think it was the other day. They've got a, uh, the big freaking riding mowers now that are electric. Wow. Which well, I, thought, I mean, why wouldn't they? They've yeah. got fucking cars. They've got yes. a car that has ludicrous mode. <laughs> fucking, the, 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 of course they should have a push mower that's electric. It's crazy. Speaking of electric cars, I was reading uh, some stuff about uh, the Tesla thing with uh, Elon Musk. Uh, right and uh, not a men's cologne. Elon Musk, the inventor. <laughs> yes, that's right. So uh, Elon Musk uh, is uh, catching some heat because his uh, he, he made some kind of reference uh, to stock options and uh, the idea that his workers are r- right now they're afforded stock options and uh, it's a pretty cush place to work according to him, and uh, that wouldn't happen if they were uh, union because there's been some talk there amongst the uh, the rank and file, the people there working for Tesla, that they may want to unionize. And uh, apparently Elon's not real nuts about that idea. Uh, and uh, I was reading a little further into it, and they've had some real concerns there. They've had a, a bunch of things that have gone on with people getting hurt on the job. And 
some some real issues, some real safety issues that uh, apparently have not come to light until this whole thing, and now it's uh, getting a little louder voice, and it may uh, perhaps come to bite back at Mr. Musk. He's been uh, sort of, uh, I think, living a pretty charmed existence with everything that he's done, you know, with his rockets and his uh, tube in Los Angeles that's going to transport everybody across L.A. in 12 seconds or something like that. Um, I don't know. I thought that was a little bit interesting, hmm. the story itself. But uh, yeah, I want to look into that. I, yeah. uh, There's some people. Elon Musk is is to me right now. He's got that same. To me, it's kind of a creepy charm. I, and I'm going to say this: uh, he's long gone. Uh, I was never a Steve Jobs fan. There was nothing about that thing that that ever set right with me. The dude always creeped me the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was never an Apple fanboy. I love their products, a lot of the stuff about it, but I was never like the fanboy. I'm getting that feeling about Elon Musk. Like there's a bunch of people now that have that there's become this sort of cult-like, ooh, Elon, 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 Elon. That it's kind of creeping me out. Well, I I I get that. I'm, I was I was ne- I've never been an Apple fanboy. I've never never needed to go in line and get the Apple product. It, it kind of annoys the hell out of me. It's just like, but but I've never had a big issue with Steve Jobs, and I and I I always got a sense that he was kind of a dick, right? Like yeah. kind of you know like you you're an arrogant dick, like. A lot. I agree with a lot of the things, you know, his way of thinking and way of doing things. But I don't know that I would have wanted to work for the guy, you know, like closely, right? It's just intimidating. But Elon Musk, I don't like. I just I want a Tesla. I fucking really <laughs> want a Tesla. I can't afford a Tesla right now. Um, have you ever a fully electric car? Have you ever drove one at all? I mean, no, not a fully electric. I've driven a Prius. Uh, I've driven. A, I've had a Prius as a rental car, uh, and it was disconcerting when you're at a light and it's just quiet. I have. Uh, I've dr- drove the uh, Chevy Bolt, which. Uh huh. I gotta tell you, it was uh, fast as hell. Mm-hmm. Fast little car um, makes no noise. Freaky as shit. Just this thing, and it's not even making the noise. You're just all of a sudden you're just accelerating, uh, if you if you stomp on it, and it's making no noise. It's just so bizarre. It's it's a it's a really really weird feeling. And I'd love to own one. I I would take either the, I would take a Chevy Bolt. I'd like to have a I'd like to have the uh, the uh, Tesla, <laughs> obviously, but but uh, because they're way cooler looking, but uh, yeah. They're also three times the price, pretty much. I, well, they they came up that. There's one now that's only about thirty some thousand, I think. That yeah, that's the new one. But they're like, you still have to wait until like two thousand and like nineteen. Oh, really? To get one? There's Something a, like that. Like one. it's like they don't turn a profit as a company, and people are on a waiting list forever to get their fucking car. Like, what kind of business model is that? These other car companies might catch up to them. I don't get it. Like, uh, right. Like, but but Elon Musk he, he does blow me away like the way he thinks the way he, but I don't know anything about the guy I mean he uh, who did he date oh he dated Amber Heard he did which is uh, Johnny Depp's uh, ex wife the one that uh, he was um, uh, accused of he was allegedly um, abusing her in some way Johnny Depp physically verbally Johnny Depp not Elon Musk yeah now Elon yeah. yeah 
Yeah. The Johnny Depp thing, I, I don't believe that at all, mostly because uh, Johnny Depp and Doug Stanhope are good friends, and uh, the comedian yeah. Doug Stanhope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. Doug Stanhope right away stood up for Johnny Depp and uh, was uh, like, no, this bitch is crazy. I, I've been around her, he said, and she's fucking lying. She's crazy. And uh, I believe Doug Stanhope. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I always forget. What's Doug Stanhope's uh, girlfriend's name? Bingo. Bingo. So, yeah, I've heard Stanhope talk about hanging out with Johnny Depp because Johnny Depp saw him. They became friendly. Yes. And, and Johnny Depp, like, brought him over to Paris and, like, paid for their hotel. It's a pretty good story, actually. <laughs> it's just like he's in this weird circle, this Johnny Depp circle. It's kind of cool. Well, if you think about it, you know, Johnny Depp also lived with Marilyn Manson for quite a while. And so if you had uh, Marilyn Manson, Johnny Depp, and uh, Doug Stanhope, all three just uh, over-the-top consumers of illicit drugs alcohol mm, yeah you yeah know? so you know they're living that rock and roll lifestyle and seeing who's gonna who's gonna live longer which one's gonna make it to 27 <laughs> johnny depp uh johnny depp hung out with um with uh, hunter s thompson for a little while too yeah paid uh they said and uh, god i can't remember the figure that they came up with but it was like in the millions um hunter s thompson had that thing where he wanted his uh he wanted to be cremated then he wanted to have his ashes shot out of a of a um canon and uh -huh. johnny depp actually put all that together and paid i was like a couple million dollars before he got this all done he had a special canon made had wow. to pay for a bunch of permitting and do a bunch of shit i don't know exactly what was involved with that but uh, i spent a ton of money to blow hunter s thompson across the uh, valley up in colorado so <laughs> i thought that was pretty cool I, I love it when when stories like that happen so you were talking about uh cameron's girlfriend she's working at a at a beach club what, what does she do at the beach club so she just uh, she works as a cashier at the at the little I don't know camera like like food shop or sweet yeah. shop I don't know I've never been to that particular beach club. So she, is this a private club or yeah, yeah private beach clubs membership yep. only? Have mm -hmm. you know yeah I don't know I've one of and my yes. one of my favorite movies uh, that I've I've seen is uh, and it's I, I don't know that I've seen it more than once or maybe twice it's I don't know that you can buy it even if it's available on I, I should look again um, but there's a movie Matt Damon's in called Flamingo Kid. Oh, yeah, I like that movie. I haven't seen it in forever, but I do like it, yeah. Yeah, it's about the beach club thing. Yeah, uh, and I think that's Florida, like South Florida, like Miami. Yeah, is that where that's supposed to be? I thought it was... I think so. Uh, I didn't remember exactly where it was situated, but that was a great movie about the about the you know strangeness of being a teenager working at one of those places. That, that took place, I think that was supposed to take place in the uh, 60s, maybe. Yeah, well, yeah, 60s or 70s, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brooklyn teenager Jeffrey Willis, Matt Dillon, thoroughly unhappy with his models, blah, 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 blah. The Flamingo Club, which I don't know where it took place, though. Uh, seduced by ample bikini charms of uh, club member Carlos Anderson. I don't know, Janet Jones. That's Janet Jones that was in it. She's uh, the one that was is married to, uh, who's that? Uh, Wayne Gretzky. So got very good recall. You're doing you're doing a good job with that. Usually we fumble with stuff, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, it, it's uh, yeah, that was um, it's wild. I, I'm actually I'm looking it up now. A uh, 31.6 million dollar box office, right? Like it, movies have changed so much. Like that's nothing. <laughs> it's n I mean even if you were to like use uh, inflation, that's so little money. Such a different time. 1984. Uh, yeah, it was a good. I remember. I wonder if I watched it again, if I would enjoy it as much as I did when I was that age. Yeah, I thought about that. Um, there's, 
Uh, I'm trying to think of something. There's another Matt Damon. Oh, Drugstore Cowboy, which is in black oh, and white. So good. No, Drugstore Cowboy's in color. Oh, is it in color? I was thinking yeah, it was in yeah. black and white. Or maybe I'm getting something out. Oh, I'm thinking of that other... Uh, all right. Anyway, another Matt Damon movies in black and white. Um, yeah, uh, that's um, what's his name. That's uh, not Whit Stillman. Fucking goddamn it, uh, uh, Drugstore Cowboy. He's fucking. He just died, didn't he? The director. <laughs> I don't know who the director is. I was like, I was listening, going, "Where's he going with this?" Uh, no, fucking, uh, Gus Van Zant. Did he die? Didn't he just die? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really not sure. The name no, is familiar. No, he didn't die. Is he related Maybe. to the uh, to the uh, Leonard Skinner Van Zants? <laughs> no, no, no. Was, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Gus Van Zant made some good movies. Uh, yeah, I remember the name. I don't usually. I don't know who the director is. I, I have no clue. There's things I know about uh, in movies generally, unless it's like Quentin Tarantino or something like that, where or the Coen Brothers. But a lot of the, the movies, I have no idea who directed them. I, when they show the credits and they show you know there's stuff like Grip and Best Boy and yeah, yeah I, I don't know what those I don't know what those things are. I have no idea who's doing what. They have producers and co-producers and. It's it's a mystery to me. I I don't, I don't really know. I, well, I used to. I mean, I guess partially because I worked on films that I I was always fascinated by what those were. But even when I before I worked on movies, I I read I stayed for the credits and I paid attention to stuff like that. And like like, do you know who directed uh, Blade Runner? I just watched it, the original one, nineteen eighty two. I wouldn't have any idea. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Do you know who directed Gladiator? Same same director. Uh, no. I don't. Ridley Scott. Ridley, Ridley Scott. Scott. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah unless and, uh, it's you know you watch the Oscars. You know when you get on the Oscars, uh, or, or and then there's like the director comes out and you're looking at him going, who is that freaky dude? You know it's like and a lot of times they come up and they don't speak English and they're like trying to struggle. To me, that's always the part of the Oscars where I'm like, sit this, jump down. <laughs> who is you he? know who got, you know who Guillermo del Toro is, right? The uh, the Mexican filmmaker, director, Hellboy, and he did, did the Shape of Water one. I don't know if he won for that. I think he did win. The the I, movie won a lot of awards. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't kind of do, but I mean, I, like you, if he walked through the grocery store, I I don't know that I'd know who he is. <laughs> so basically, if you, me, and Guillermo del Toro are all in the same. Yeah. Grocery store, there's a good possibility you pass both of us by. <laughs> I go walk. You wouldn't by. know. You'd be like, I don't know. You might walk up to me and go like, Guillermo del Toro, John Craig was telling me about you on the podcast. <laughs> I'd and I'd be like, no, no, Colin, that's Guillermo del Toro Guillermo, over there. When Guillermo walks by, he would probably uh, he would probably have some really great shoes. <laughs> and I'd probably look down at his shoes and go, wow, where did those shoes come from? I might follow him around a little bit just to figure out what's up with the shoes. Uh, if you walk by, I'd see the man bun. And I'd go, can you tell me where the bread is? That's that's I I work in the rare grains department. <laughs> that would be like I would make. Quinoa is at the end of the rare grains department. <laughs> Now, now, uh, have you have you uh, listened to the new uh, any of the new Kanye West album? I haven't, uh, and I've the reason I I should I got to move on. But uh, okay, I was in Target about two three weeks ago, and I'm walking through Target and kind of going around. And I don't go there real often, but 
Um, I like I like Target. There's nothing wrong with Target. It's great consumerism, American consumerism. And uh, so I'm kind of working in the electronics department. I'm looking at you know, how much the TVs, you know, what, what do they got here for Apple stuff? Even though I said it, I'm an Apple fanboy. I'm still looking at the stuff. I was like trying to figure out, you know, do they have that new iPad, that cheap one? Um, Anyway, and I come around the corner, and they still have some uh, some CDs and DVDs and stuff like that at the store. Uh, and I, I'd heard that Best Buy was taking all that stuff out. They weren't, they're not even going to sell it anymore. Yeah. And uh, but I went over to the CD counter or to the uh, little rack, the display area, and okay, they didn't have many. They probably had I don't know, maybe maybe seventy five titles. I, I'm guessing something like that um, altogether. And uh, they had for nine dollars. They had some new stuff, and uh, I bought the uh, Kendrick Lamar. Damn, I bought even though I'd listen. You know, that's a year old or whatever. Sure. Uh, and uh, so I thought I've listened to this a lot already. It was my jam when I was running last year. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'm going to buy this. I've never really heard it uh, on anything other than my earbuds. I just want to see what it sounds like in the in the car. And so I put it in, and I've just had it going nonstop over and over and over. I just haven't. I've just been listening to it. I've, I've heard the uh, whole CD now start to finish. I'm guessing uh, easily between uh, running last year and uh, just listening to it in the car, I probably easily listened to that thing like 200 times, I, I would guess. <laughs> so, so your car, your your old car, your yeah. My Chevy, Toyota. Chevy, Toyota, Toyota, has a CD player? Oh, yeah, yeah. It sounds actually pretty good, too. Yeah. Do you have an aux cord in... in, in no, the uh, the aux capability, if you're paying attention, was uh, first introduced in 2007 in uh, okay. vehicles. Right. Yeah. So, so uh, does it have a cassette? Because they sell those cassette it, things. Yeah, it was after when they it came out after the uh, cassette uh, functionality. So it just has a CD player and a radio. Just a CD. Okay, because I had a car that had a CD. My uh, my Volkswagen had a CD and a cassette, and I used to use the cassette. Uh, it was a 2004 for the aux cord for my satellite radio. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that. I've seen, you know, I've seen those. Yeah. <laughs> you did do that. <laughs> you yeah. And, and you I have. That. I did. Yeah. And I have. And I. And I just got something for my car, which uh, the company Anker A N K E R has. Okay. Uh, it's a cigarette lighter. You know, like a 12 volt adapter plugs in, and then you could uh, use your Bluetooth on your phone to go into a radio station. It'll find a f- you find a free channel, and boom, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen those. It's pretty and good. Yeah, that, that would uh, that'd be pretty slick. I, I like that. But uh, yeah, I may. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking about putting an aftermarket system in it for so it has Bluetooth capability. But eh, for you know, for what you paid for the car, five hundred bucks, go for it. That's what I'm saying. So every, yeah. every everything that I spend for the vehicle is like, eh, I didn't. Put, I didn't basically got it for free. Um, and so yeah i was like whatever so so i like like i have not listened to that kendrick lamar album a lot i've listened uh to a few songs here or there uh the what's the one with the photoshop and the ladies and the girl you know which one i'm talking about yeah track nine (laughs) (laughs) track nine you don't know the name of it you just know track nine i know that one yep Um, Mm -hmm. that is called uh be humble isn't be humble yeah Yeah. i like that one a lot I really like that one, but uh, this new so this new Kanye West album came out last week, and uh, it, it's called Yay, Y E, right? Yeah, Well, it's Kanye, Kanye, yeah, Yay. I think it's Yay. That's probably that's what I'm going with. Why do they call Yeezys instead of Yeezys? So I've listened to this. I've listened. Got seven tracks. Now the first one, he's just like saying about how he 
like thought about killing you thought about premeditated killing you and he just keeps repeating it he's like i like me more than i like you and i want to kill me but i want to kill you and he's just going on and on it's pretty wild it's like holy shit kind of just like there's like a weird arrogance and vulnerability to it but it's still this fuck you i'm kanye shit and uh but he has this song called all, all mine and he's got a good line about stormy daniels in here but my i was listening the other day and i gotta find this line and i just i, I was pretty much almost on the floor at how good this was now i don't know if he wrote this um fuck <laughs> i had it here where the fuck is that line oh uh i love your titties because they prove i can focus on two things at once <laughs> how fucking come on Kanye may be a dick he may be an asshole but seriously that's funny shit that's like that is so brilliant offensive yeah. funny wrong <laughs> like everything about that I'm oh my like, god me I, too <laughs> it's like oh he references he references me too a couple of times in here i was like but he plays with fire but he's still a good producer and a pretty good hip-hop <laughs> artist right oh he's, but he's always amazing he's like he's yeah, so he's, fucking good man yeah like, like i'm just obsessed and and then i was like because i googled it I, I saw something in the Guardian. Like I was, I wanted to find out what kind of reviews they were on his record, and and apparently, the Guardian had an argument about like why hasn't Kanye been canceled yet? And a lot of it was around Trump and his support of Trump and this thing and the other thing, and be like, and they were playing on the uh, what's her name, the Roseanne Barr thing, and that show getting canceled, and be like, just stop, okay? First of all, he doesn't get canceled. First of all, you're writing an article about him. You're writing an article about his album, and it's not just a review, right? You're making it about you and this thing. That's why he hasn't been, quote-unquote, canceled, because you're paying attention to him. And, like, everything he does, people pay attention to him. I just kind of like the I'm just sort of exploring, like, where is this motherfucker going as an artist? Like, it's like, it's, it's, and it's not all the greatest, his greatest shit, but it's still, it's, he's, he's very arrogant, though. He's a very emotional misogynistic narcissistic crazy ass motherfucker he's yeah i think he's just kind of on his own plane he just doesn't give a fuck uh he's got he's got enough fuck you money that you know who, I, I who think, cares i think he simu simultaneously doesn't give a fuck and so gives a fuck like i think that's the world he exists in man it's probably yeah it's there's there's something fun about it like to, like I, and it's not even like train wreck shit like have you heard this uh, new kid juice world no so it's just Juice, J-U-I-C-E, World is W-R-L-D, 19-year-old kid, I think suburbs of Chicago, maybe, and Interscope signed him to a $3 million deal, and he was a SoundCloud kid. Okay. And, is this, and very emo, emo style, like, uh, talking about getting broken up, you know, breaking up with a girl, and... And I, I kind of like it a lot. It's it's uh, the name of the song that's really popular is "Lucid Dreams," and and what I like about it is that a lot of the other young teenage SoundCloud kid, like the little, not little Uzi Vert as much, but who's that one? The Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Lil Pump, Lil Pump. Where it's like, I don't. Where's the lyricism? Where's the story? Where's the narrative? Whereas this kid's actually telling a story and from his point of view and and like yeah it's a lot of like bullshit like oh you broke up with me you hurt me and i do the drugs and i was asking cameron about it last night and he was in the car making fun of the song 
I was like, then you fucking make a song on SoundCloud. But he hasn't been broken up with yet. When that fucking girl fucking leaves him for sucking the flamingo kid at the fucking beach club, see how he's writing. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Write a song, right? Write a song, that's right. Yeah, so uh, Kanye, I'm trying to think of how long ago that would have been. It's 10 years, maybe longer ago than that, somewhere in that range. I'm trying to remember exactly when he first kind of busted out. But... Uh, I was uh, I was starting to ride was starting to run again after having a, a, a long period of not running and I was not in very good shape and I had signed up for this uh, I'm trying to think of what the distance was uh, oh it was uh, 15k so it was uh, equivalent of running a 5k three times and they had it it was kind of an outdoor thing. It was actually a totally outdoor thing. Why am I saying it? Kind of outdoors. Kind <laughs> of. <laughs> it's either outdoors or it's indoors. We ran through a few houses. Yeah. We had some shortcuts. <laughs> but they, they had a security system. I tripped it. The chime went off. I had to go back outdoors. <laughs> they chased me out the door. All right, yeah. it was outdoors. But it was what I was trying to fucking say was <laughs> yeah. it was a loop, and you came uh, through these woods. It was a, uh, on this uh, off-road is really what I was trying to fucking say. It was off-road. So they had this loop through the trees and blah 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 when uh and it came back around and there was this historic village that they made you run through three times it was around halloween it was a race called the devil's dash and they had monsters and shit out on the course it was pretty stupid really but um <laughs> it's, 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 wait you're a serious runner what, what, all right so yeah okay, so I, I was trying to be serious so after you've run, th- you know, you run a couple laps on the same trail, yeah. the same the same track, yeah. you start to kind of see people and figure out, you know, who's where and all this stuff. Well, there was this woman that was running, and she was, uh, she had kind of gone by me once and passed me, and she, I'm not kidding you, when she came by and she kind of looked over at me, she, lo- had, she had a forehead like fucking Frankenstein, <laughs> and this real ratty fucking stringy hair, and was just, yeah. just really pissed me off that she was she was passing me because um, she was ugly <laughs> so, no, i get you she was she was gross uh, uh she was and so she went she went by me and I, I just got and i remember uh kanye west i had it on my on my earbuds uh, i think i was probably had i was trying to 10 years ago i probably had some kind of an ipod or something like that um but when uh, stronger came on it just it fired me up and so strong yeah. was on and yeah. it fired me up and i got caught back up to her and i got ahead of her and then um went to another song and uh she got past me again whatever the fuck the song was so i when she got past me i actually stopped and i put stronger on again and i pushed repeat so it just played over and over yeah and so i so i heard that song over and over and i ran 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 i, so I finally caught back up to her and i got ahead of her and i ended up beating her Thanks to Kanye fucking West. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. So after that, I pretty much, Kanye was my boy for a while. There. That, that's a good, that's a good song. I like that one. Yeah, I mean, he's got some great songs. And uh, I, I think everything, uh, <laughs> the one that I really liked too was uh, Monster with, uh, with uh, what's her name? with. Uh, oh, and uh, what's his name? A Bon Iver guy, Justin. Yeah. Isn't that the, the one monster. that... It was 2000. I can't remember who was all the. There were like three people that were in it. But, yeah, you know. Jay Z, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, yeah. Uh, yeah, she kind of starts off the song, and then it's. Uh, yeah, and Rick Ross as well. I forgot about him. And Bonavere, who's not actually Bonavere, Justin Vernon, I believe, right. is his name, right? The Canadian. Yeah, and he's an interesting right. cat, too. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that that uh, that was my, was my uh, I guess, 
first introduction. That was the first kind of first song I'd heard from Kanye at that point, and it was like, boom, that's it. That's what I needed. Yeah, that was uh, that that song, uh, Strong. That's 2007. Yeah, I, just, that I didn't sounds... know that, but I, you were right. I knew you were ballpark in that time. Somewhere around Wait, in there. Yeah, I mean, he's not. He's he's going to be 41. He's not a kid. He's been around for a while. It's crazy that he's like an old man in the rap game. <laughs> 41 that's yeah oh. i mean he's not as old as the wu-tang clan you know i went to school with the wu-tang clan really i gotta get a bell i gotta ring that when that goes off man i, I really <laughs> there's need something to. Ding. we we yeah. need to get like a like a, a wu-tang like uh audio Ooh, like uh like more. like woo symbol something. like a bat signal but like a wu-tang <laughs> but, and that is but without yeah. stealing their music <laughs> Without somehow, yeah, some a non-copyrighted thing. Somebody that can uh, do shimmy, shimmy, yeah, noise or something. Oh fuck! There's so many. Oh, there's so many good things. He, in, he, he, I'm obsessed with Kanye now. Just for this minute, like he is. He's talking about being his superpower. He's talking about his. Uh, he's bipolar, and that's his superpower. It's not a weakness. And then he does this like superhero yell. It's, it's bizarro. I'm really like. I like I like some of it a lot. I gotta I gotta check it out. And I don't. I mean, I, I was reading this article. Uh, you're familiar with the phrase "intellectual dark web"? Are you familiar with this at all? No. So there's a uh, thing that's kind of popped up within the last uh, probably last month or so. Uh, what they're calling the intellectual dark web. Now the idea behind that is the the intellectual dark web is that there are a, a group of people that are not being uh, given any sort of a voice on any sort of real mainstream media, meaning uh, NBC, ABC, CBS, or any of the big, uh, n you know, national news outlets, that sort of thing. And uh, some of these guys, uh, if you look at what they're doing on the internet, what they're doing through podcasts and things like that, they're uh, they've gotten some really, really big uh, attention, and they've got a lot of people uh, paying attention to what they're doing. So. In this group, I'm trying to think of exa exactly who is all in the group, and I just Googled it as I was talking, and something's popped up here. But um, one of the first names that comes to mind is uh, Jordan Peterson. I've talked about him, Dr. Jordan Peterson. is a uh, He's a psychology professor from uh, up in Montreal, Canada, yep. I believe is where he's from, yep. and he, mm -hmm. he uh, gained a lot of attention because he refused to use compelled pronouns that they uh, – government was uh, forcing him to do and he uh, gained a lot of heat because of that there's uh, also a professor um, and I get uh, these Weinsteins mixed up but I think his name's Eric Weinstein uh, he uh, was one that uh, another professor that um, wouldn't uh, participate in a there was a university where he was at in New York where they were requiring that the all of the staff that was white stay home from work one day so that there could be a, a black day at the campus so that people would uh, the black people would I don't know what they were supposed to do that day but um, I guess be there just be fucking happy there are no white people around there's no white people around yeah so he's, he was like fuck you he goes if this is voluntary that might be one thing but if it were voluntary I wouldn't right. I wouldn't do it he says because I don't I don't want to do it it's, it serves no purpose and uh, if it's you know compelled if it's you have something I have to do fuck you I'm going to work and he did and so anyway 
anyway, he's part of one of the guys on on the, the list. And they, the, there's others. Uh, uh, Sam, oh, what's his name? The uh, da, 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 the atheist uh, dude that's a uh, genius atheist guy. I'm trying to remember his last name. Sam Harris. So he's a neuroscientist. Yep, yep. So anyway, Majid Nawaz is another guy that's on the list. Uh, why is it the why is it the intellectual dark web? Like, I don't understand. Well, like, the idea is these guys are all super, super smart. Uh, you know, they've, they've got some very, uh, you know, they're, they're intellectuals. I mean, you know, the long and short of it is they're intellectuals, but they're saying dark web is, the, you know, to find them, you've got you've to move outside these normal circles that people would go to. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's, it's like, so they're not as smart as they are, even though they have something to say, they're not the elitist liberal left, let's say. Let's say maybe I'm shorthand here, not necessarily. And you're not finding them in the mainstream. Like you have to look a little deeper. You have to, yeah, go to YouTube or you have I to go it. to some sort of a podcast or something. And, and uh, there's another guy, Dave Rubin, that's on there. He's a uh, gay uh, dude that uh, is, uh, he calls himself a a uh, classic liberal. He's got a, a YouTube show and a, a podcast and uh, he's included in this group. When these guy, any of these people go to a college campus now, they uh, the there's a lot of people that protest against them and want them to shut up uh, because uh, most of them are all about free speech and and uh, thinking, uh, not going along with the current wave of thinking that is uh, exists on a lot of college campuses. I guess the best way to put that. Um, so. Uh, if you look down the list, some of these people are putting together. Um, the, a lot of them will throw in Alex Jones, <laughs> which is crazy. To well, uh, put nah, Alex Jones know, and Sam no, Harris in the same thought is yeah, like yeah. what? Um, but they also are putting now they've they've added Kanye to the <laughs> Kanye West has been added. Kanye West has been quoted and makes a uh, he, he said tells people this. He's proud of the fact that he says he's never read a book. <laughs> in his life he goes, <laughs> and they're putting him into the intellectual deep web <laughs> which is like the fucking stupidest shit anyway i, I don't know I, a lot of those people that i, I just uh, talked about and listed i mean i've heard a lot of their of their stuff of their shtick and uh, I, yeah it, i most of it i agree with where they're coming from yeah there are things that jordan peterson says that um he gets into this real religious vibe of things that makes no sense to me because uh i'm i'm not of that uh i guess uh, same uh same way of thinking he is with a lot of things although when he does point out some things with religion it's he's just trying to point out stories and archetypes and things that um, people want to believe in which I, i'll give him that that's true sam harris i, I agree with a lot of stuff he does, says but um to me he's like over the top atheist uh he's he's made atheism his religion <laughs> and so um it's like, yeah. So, do you have to agree with everything? No. Uh, I don't know much about Sam Harris. I know I followed his uh, podcast. You know, I subscribed to his podcast for half a minute. Waking up, waking yeah. up, uh, Sam Harris, and uh, or waking up with Sam Harris. Yes. And it, uh, he has a book called Waking Up. But I, I don't know a lot about him, and I don't even know. And I don't think it was you that led me to subscribing to his thing. And I, I don't know. I just like, eh, you know, I, I don't know. I. I don't know who a lot of these guys are, but they all sound like they're what I really like in um, intellectuals in the sense that they're critical thinkers, right? Yeah. Nobody tells them how to think. Yes. Right. There, uh, it's original thought, and whatever, and 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 that's. I, I've been telling people this a lot. I, like that's all. I, I really want that for my children. Right. I don't like when people assume them to be 
seekers, thinkers? Yeah, I want them to, yeah, I want them to be, be able to think for themselves, come to their own conclusions, not because of what you read on the internet or saw on a meme or this or that, and that you put it all together and you cir- search things out, what, how, whatever that means, you know, mm-hmm. you don't... You know, you don't have to. Yeah, you can be like Kanye. You don't have. You don't have to pick up a book, right? You can embrace your bipolar nature. <laughs> you can just be. Yeah, it's like that's your superpower. Just be that. You know, I mean, even even George W. Bush read uh, the Very Hungry Caterpiller, right? I think. <laughs> he did. I yeah, at school, and then they, yeah, they whisper in his ear and say, "Wait a minute, <laughs> shit is falling apart right now, bro." So. uh let me ask you, uh, and you, after I ask you this, you may want to think about it for just a half second. You don't have to answer uh, immediately, but you know, you're talking about what you want for your kids. And I have been thinking about this a little bit lately. Um, do you, and actually, do you actually, do you, and you hear this, people say this all the time, but do you actually want it to be easier for your kids than it was for you? Easier I life. Had it, I had it so fucking easy. If it's easier for them, fuck them. <laughs> I mean, seriously, what are they gonna? No, no, no. What are they gonna have? Like fucking like a butler and, and a fucking driver and a, fuck them. <laughs> I hear people sure, say that. They work for it. <laughs> I hear people say that, and I'm like, what the fuck are you smoking, bro? You know, it's like, no, yeah, exactly. Look, I. I I want it harder for them because I had it so easy, and now I'm living in my ex-wife's pool house, which is awesome, but it's not really what I aspired to be. Like, where are you going to be when you're 46 years old? Um, Living in my ex-wife's pool house? Nobody's going to marry you. Fuck yeah, and I'm going to live in that fucking pool house. I will fuck that that shit up. Ride that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, two years, two years since I had my stroke. I forgot oh, about it. Oh, that's right. We you recorded the, it a couple of days before the anniversary. The anniversary. So I thought I heard you say it. Now, I know you've, you went to the, uh, the, well, right away, you pretty much switched the diet thing around. Uh, and I just saw uh, Kevin Smith on somebody's podcast. And he, oh, man, yeah, yeah. You he, told me about that. Uh, what's his name? Joe Rogan. Yeah. He, man, he's lost a bunch of weight. Um, so, um, and he did through the vegan thing. And he also said the first two weeks he went on the all potato thing that uh, Quinn uh, Gillette uh did uh anyway, oh pendulette pendulette yeah, quinjulette pendulette and pendulette <laughs> you're changing your name <laughs> if you're kind of if you're kind of inside quinn you should change your name back to pen <laughs> uh so pendulette yeah i like quinn better than pen i don't know where that pen come from uh so anyway yeah he did all, all potatoes you eat nothing but potatoes uh and you lose weight what yeah, yeah he lost over 100 pounds just eating potatoes but didn't he have his stomach stable too fuck that well guy. i don't know no i don't think he did i don't think he did i don't think he went through any of the surgery i'm not sure really but uh so anyway uh yeah kevin smith he's lost all that weight he looks he looks uh, to me he looked a lot older and a lot more tired but i think you know having a big fat face is what we're used to in america that looks like healthiness to us and when somebody looks a little bit a little bit gaunt a little bit pulled in their face you know then we think yeah they look older or whatever but uh he's feeling better so that's great so you lost a bunch of weight initially is how's that have you kept that off or how's that worked Mm, let's see so i was uh pushing the scale at 198 pounds and i dropped down to about i'd say right around 170 and I, i for the most part I fluctuated over that over the two-year period of time where I don't think I've ever gone more than 188. So I've never come close to that number again. Um, but if I 
go over 176, I start to lose my shit. Okay. Now, I don't I don't get on a scale every day. Uh, I don't obsess with how I uh, my weight, but I know how I feel. Uh, when I was at that 30 days at the boot camp, camp, the boot camp gym, that I was so it's been a good week and a half, two weeks since I've worked out regularly. I did uh, that one day uh, Memorial Day weekend. I did a five mile run walk kind of deal, and then the next day I did a three mile run. So I, I have to start moving again. So uh, I think I'm uh, probably right around 175 right now. So a good, a good. 20 to 25 pounds down you know your weight fluctuates about what three to six pounds per day water weight and what yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so I, again i don't i and i know how my clothes fit so uh i need to bring it down a little bit and i and i know that my my uh my two titties um when they're a c cup i'm not happy <laughs> but if i can get it down to an a cup i'm like fuck that's just a little, little bit of bounce yeah a little bit of right. bounce when you're running it yes. feels kind of good and after that it's like so if you could consider any kind of a weird diet uh, all pickles or anything like that would you do that all pickles all potatoes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. quinoa and sriracha <laughs> sriracha that's it it's the hipster diet fuck you i have this uh friend that she uh she's very into uh you know she's a uh, hipster uh foodie i guess maybe is what you would want to call her uh she calls sriracha dirty cock sauce because it's <laughs> it's not uh-huh. it's not organic and uh so she and her friends look down their nose at it it's the dirty cock sauce <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I've been having, dirty cock sauce. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we talk.